But I have a butt. Oh, okay. I have a big butt. Oh, that's not true. I think your butt's cute. It's getting, it's falling. Okay, I'm 41 now. My butt is falling. I'm just hoping one of these days you're going to finally realize and that butt's going to fall right into my hands. Welcome to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her. The Rubik's Cube that is fucking your mind. <laughs> this week, uh, we've got a special guest. We've got uh, a couple of special guests, really. And really, probably, I- I'm just going to go out on a limb here, the best movie we've ever reviewed on this podcast. I know Mike is going to agree, so let's not uh, dilly-dally any longer. Let's bring Micah in. Micah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for doing this episode, and thank me for letting you watch this movie. Oh, man, I, big, big thanks from the bottom of my heart for having me on the show. Uh, and not, uh, yeah, no, those, and thanks for picking this movie. It's a movie. Uh, it had Is video it? and sound and actors and music, and I watched it. Well, let's talk about what movie we watched. We watched a movie called The Video Dead. The Video Dead. Had you ever heard of this one before? No, dude. This was not even on my radar. I had never heard of it. I don't know who any of the actors are. did not know this one existed. We looked up some of the actors, and even IMDb did not know who some of these actors are. And most of them went on to do absolutely nothing past this. Uh... Let's not go too the girl, far. The lead girl looks slightly familiar. I don't know what from, though. No one in this movie looked familiar to me. I mean, like, nothing about this movie looked familiar to me. This was not one I remember walking through Blockbuster Video and being like, oh, one of these days, I'm going to pick that up. Oh, Never well, did I nah, see this. I don't mean like I recognized her from a movie. I mean, like, I think I saw her in the checkout. That is absolutely possible. She had a baby on her hip. Yeah. She was buying a Snickers bar and some Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. The, then it was that girl. It absolutely was that girl. Before and we, she had braces. Before, she did have braces. Did she have braces? No. Well, in the checkout line, she didn't have them in the movie, but she did when I saw. Oh, her. I see. Okay. Which I well, don't think she needs them. I thought her teeth looked great. Her teeth looked beautiful. It was the only thing about this movie that was beautiful was that girl's teeth. Uh, we also were joined by another special guest this week, somebody who made the big long trip to come and actually sit in the Slasher I Hardly Know Her podcast studios. Welcome to the show once again. I think we decided this is his fourth time, Dr. Scott. Hey, everybody. It's Welcome. good to be back. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott. You know, Dr. you guys were talking about the, the, the actors Dr. in this Scott. movie. You guys hadn't heard of Michael St. Michael? I mean, the guy's legendary. (laughs) Which one's Michael St. Michael? It took us a little time to figure that out, too, because I think he got top billing, old Michael St. Michaels, but I'm pretty sure we determined he was the guy at the start of the movie who was the writer who originally got the TV that lived in that house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's Michael St. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I didn't recognize him. Hey guys, hey guys, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me. 
<laughs> and that was Dr. Scott, folks. Big trip. Great just for the, the first, uh, he's just in the first 15 seconds of the podcast. Um, hey, before we jump into the movie, can we tease all the phenomenal things that our listeners have up ahead? No. Uh, so <laughs> what we have uh, today is a movie that none of us have ever heard of. It was picked on a whim because... What you've got to look forward to, people, are... Uh... <laughs> Final Girl. It's a game show. It's very exciting. We'll also get into uh, what what are you into. That's where we talk about stuff we're into that's not this movie. Oh, Scott's got and that one pegged down. We will rank this movie, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we will we will award the crunchiest kill. That's mm-hmm. where we, mm-hmm. we talk about the crunchiest kills in the film. Correct. And then the big conceit of this show is that each episode, Alex or myself picks a movie. <laughs> That the other one is uh, totally in the dark about, and we spring it on the other guy, and he has to watch that movie, and then we review it in the next show. I'm a That's little... a lot. This is an exciting show. It is an exciting... But we also have some exciting announcements to make, too, in this show. What? Yeah. We, what? We've got some exciting announcements to make that I'm pretty excited about. But um, I'm a little worried about the end of the show where you pick the movie that I don't know what you've picked because... This week was my pick. I was a little flippant with my pick because our last movie was available on Tubi. So I watched it on Tubi. And at the end of that movie, while we were doing the podcast, because I watched the movie on mute in the background while we do the podcast, uh, it suggested a movie to me. It was like, well, you liked this piece of crap. How about this piece of crap? And it suggested the video dead. And so Micah said, what's your pick? I looked up at the screen. It said, we suggest this. I said, let's pick it. And A lot of thought you're putting into these picks. Hey, Alex. sometimes I do. This, Hey, this was a good idea. Think about that. I, do you something know I, the amount of research I do on these movies before I make you watch them? Not at all. I, I, I don't even mildly so know So much that. research. I mean, I, I look at so many things. And by so many things, I mean I watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And the trailer didn't or, or look terrible, did it? I mean, I thought it looked about on par with like a trauma team uh, movie. Trauma. Trauma, like the video quality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not uh, quite there on the acting quality. <laughs> <laughs> so for those at home who don't know this movie, because you don't, uh, what year did this come out, Micah? 1987. 1987. And so this is about a TV that somehow has uh, a connection, some gateway to the world of the dead. I don't know if even that's correct. I don't really know how to explain it. Anyway, this guy gets a TV. It turns on by itself. You don't really control it. He unplugs it because it keeps coming on because this zombie movie is on. It's bugging him. He unplugs it. But then smoke comes out of the screen. Uh, Then the zombies come out of the screen into our world. They kill this guy. And then somebody moves into his house. Three months later, Scott pointed out, we're not sure what happens in that three months because there's no hell being wreaked. But then once somebody moves back into that house, the zombies start attacking the people of that home. And it's, that's, is there something more? Is there something I'm missing? Something I should add? I think it was a zenith. 
A zenith. A zenith television. <laughs> For those of you they, who they don't know, reputation. televisions used to have dials on them, and mm-hmm. you would have to flip back and forth to find the, the channel. These guys find the channel pretty fast, though. It's like click, 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 and then really good reception. And we also, last night, watching this movie together, figured out what Scott is a doctor of. He's a doctor of aerobics with a minor in music videos. That's true. I didn't... I mean, that's the big reveal right now. That's Everybody's been wondering, now that this is the fourth time I've done this, they're wondering, what am I a doctor of? And it's aerobics and music videos. Did you not love that? That it was like, hey, you're back in college. Good for you, sis. So, for the folks at home who probably have not watched this movie because no one has except the three of us. Um, and unfortunately for Scott and I, our wives, um, <laughs> the there's a sister and a brother who move into this house where this writer was murdered by zombies when he was accidentally delivered a TV that was supposed to go to a, an institution for the study of paranormal activity. They accidentally bring him the TV. Zombies come out. They kill him. House goes up for sale, family buys it, and then a sister and a brother come to get the house ready for the parents who are in Abu Dhabi, right? Or Saudi Arabia. Saudi Saudi Arabia. Arabia. (laughs) Right. Whatever. And uh, so it's just the kids, no parents, and the little boy has, the the teenage boy has not been with his teenage sister in a while, and he's like, hey, I heard you got into school. That's fucking phenomenal. You know, what's your major? Major is aerobics. And he is, that embarrasses him. So he's like, well, it, I'm, I'm scared to ask what your minor is. Minor? Music videos. Yeah, no, I'm not laughing at you that you've got the, the, where her parents are wrong. I'm laughing at the absurdity that they were probably standing around going, well, where are the parents from? Oh, say Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay, yeah, because that makes sense. Just like aerobics and music videos. So there you go, Micah. You can major in aerobics. And minor in music videos? Apparently in 1987 you can, and it's what Dr. Scott got his doctorate in. <clears throat> hey, Dr. Scott, how long does it take to get your, your doctorate in, in aerobics anyway? Not long. So, so it's an online course? Sure. You just, you uh-huh. just watch, University you, of Phoenix, you right? Just, yeah, well, yeah, you just watch MTV from the uh, early 90s, and mm. then they give you a degree. So, Micah, you saw this... You saw this movie a little before I did because you actually started watching it a week ago. And then throughout the week of texting you about various things, you would always throw in one little, uh, thanks a lot for this piece of trash. And um, wow, really excited to finish this garbage movie that you've sent me. So you had an opinion pretty early on. So I had only seen uh, the first part where they deliver the TV and the guy opens it, and then he dies, and it was kind of, I don't know, it wasn't that exciting. But now, having finished the movie this morning, I have changed my attitude, Oh yeah, and I kind of loved it. What? Uh-oh. Yeah. The acting was so bad, it was humorous, and, I mean, the pacing was, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, and the dialogue, some of the script was amazing. Some of the writing was, was terrific. It, it, the characters said things that, to me, didn't really make any sense. It's one of those where, like, they were like, hey, you know what? This first draft is trash. Should we rewrite? And they're like, fuck no, let's shoot it. And they just went for it. <laughs> that, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. 
And uh, same thing with takes, where they're like, well, you didn't really nail it in the first take, but, you know, film is expensive, so let's keep going. <laughs> did you like, uh, we're watching it now, did you like when the kids are first together? I mean, and granted, they did just, you know, move into the house or whatever. But when the kids are first together in the house, she makes them a big-ass bowl of pork and beans. They're sitting around eating big ass bowls of pork and beans. There's a huge can of pork and beans open in the background. Oh, and that reminds me of the kitchen sink scene where the boy is going to take the zombie hand and put it down the garbage disposal, but first he has to clean out whatever the hell was in their sink. Yeah, These people are gross. Where are the parents? Oh, I know. They're in, what did you say, Alex? Abu Dhabi? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Near Timbuktu. It was, uh, yeah, the sink was full of like water and old lettuce and. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Well, before I grind the zombie hand, I should, I should, you know, spoon this old lettuce out with my hand." Well, how about how about before the even the teenage boy even shows up? You know, the girl she arrives by cab to the new house that they've never seen, and uh, then we get the fake zombie scare. We see these shoes like shuffling their way to the house, and it's like, "Wow, she's about to get you know killed by a zombie." He's all like lunging through the woods slowly and scarily and then he's one foot off to the side one foot off the side he's like dragging one behind him and he shows up and it's like hey no actually it's me your little brother so a couple questions why the (laughs) fuck does he walk like that and two why is he dragging the foot i mean why is he dragging the foot the duffel bag is so heavy that he doesn't turn his foot straight he doesn't i don't know he doesn't have this malady for the rest of the movie but also he walked through the woods to get to the house. What the fuck did he do that for? <laughs> she took a cab. He's walking through the foggy forest. <laughs> Shows up dragging his foot. Oh, man. Yeah, where did he come from? I don't know. He came from why the spot. Why is he so muddy? I don't know why. And why are his shoes so bad? Where was he before he got to the house? Did he live in the woods? He, I guess was he lived he a in the woods. Survivalist? What's going on? And I'm not real clear. Why weren't they together? The the two teenage kids. I get that their parents are away. Why aren't they together? Why why do they She's have to meet up at the home new from house? College. Where's he been? I, I, where's he been? How old is he? Where where does he stay? I don't know. I'm not sure. And it doesn't. Maybe and we he know lived in one of those sheds in the woods. We know it's not uh, summer because we get to see the copious amount. Of fake leaves that are uh, so dropped. Much fall foliage. <laughs> but in every scene, Scott pointed this out real quick. They're dropping fake leaves in front of the camera for every exterior <laughs> shot, and it could not be more obvious. So, I mean, what is he on fall break? Uh, that's one of my complaints. I think all horror movies should be shot in the summer so that everybody can be in skimpy clothing. I you know, agree. little cutoffs like in Sleepaway Camp. Unless Those I'm mistaken, crop tops that all the boys wear. Uh, we should do Sleepaway Camp once a year. Uh, I don't think there's any nudity in this movie, was there? Uh, the girl that comes out of the TV, yeah, you get slightly, a little bit of boob slight, there, slight nudity. Yeah, but not like not like full on nudity. So they weren't trying to grab you know viewers by like, well, this movie sucks, but at least there's a lot of boobs or something. They they didn't go for that low hanging fruit. There was definitely gore, though. You know, you get a little bit of boob in that one scene, and then you get a lot of gore there. I mean, it's just like, let's show zombies attacking this family. We'll say what now you let's show zombies attacking this guy. Yeah, we'll say now what you will. You've got to admit the zombie effects were good. The zombie makeup was good. 
right? There was some good gore. Yeah, there was some good stuff on this. I mean, makeup. And I love that the zombies, if in fact zombies is what they are, uh, what do you mean? If in fact zombies are what they are, what do you think they are? They like to dance. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming they were zombies. Oh, yeah. But, you know, as far as I know, zombies don't come out of TVs. But, I, you know, this is the video dead. They it's did think a lot of stuff was funny. They they, they, they found humor in, uh, in life, the zombies. I like that they could keep their sense of humor despite, you know, being zombies and being sad about it. And, and they, they bring don't like the, to see themselves in the mirror. And they kind it reminds of, them that they're dead. Yeah, right. They ignore zombie lore in this movie it's not well you just gotta destroy their head and they're done that knowledge is not known in this movie and then in addition to that they add that zombies are terrified to see their own image because it reminds them that they're not living so mirrors have to be hung everywhere hold on hold on when was zombie lore established because this was made in 87 and me being the uh, resident night of the living dead night of the living dead yeah Night of the Living Dead established. Established? It established. Uh, <laughs> you said a word wrong. <laughs> Let's all make out. Several Let's times, as a matter of fact, I said established. But it established that, uh, you know, you destroy the head, you destroy the zombie, right? It's just like the silver bullet and the werewolf. So who? Romero did that, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, that was the first zombie. I don't know. You know, I'm sure somebody could probably go back through the annals of literature and go, actually, zombies were first in this uh, short novella by blah, 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 who wore a powdered wig. And I think. But as far as I know, Night of the Living Dead's where they started and Romero's the man. All right. So this was uh, this was an undertaking. And I have to say, of all the movies that we have done, this was maybe the most difficult for me to watch. I picked it, and I, I told Scott last night. I said this this absolutely rivals Basket Case. This was rough. I'm gonna say Rubber and Basket Case were both harder to watch than The Video Dead. I agree with that entirely. In fact, I said that exact sentence last night. I still think that Rubber was tougher to watch. I think Basket Case was such tougher to watch, but. I feel like different things happened in Basket Case. They had at least formed some form of script as to every three pages, we go back to the house and the zombies attack us. Hold on just a second. So you, I've been on, this is my fourth guest appearance, and you're saying that two of the movies that I've watched are at the bottom of your list? Why are, why are, you, guys, why are you making me watch these? Why can't I watch something good? Well, actually, well, I you mean, you loved Rubber, right? You loved it, yeah. I did, but you guys didn't like it, so. No, we hated it. I expected to like it, though. <laughs> to be clear, I expected to like that movie. I was wrong. What, what I was really hoping from this movie was that it was so bad that it had a cult following, that it had made its way that way. But as Alex said in the, in the beginning, when we looked at IMDb and we were looking at, at the, the actors, and they didn't go on to do anything, yeah. and probably the director didn't do anything. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it, uh, clearly it's not a cult. Yeah, Scott did point that out. He said, I, I kept wanting to think that this was the movie, that it was so bad it was going to have a cult following. We were going to find that people love this movie. And I think this will be one of our least listened to episodes ever because people will see the title and be like, I don't even know what that fucking is. 
The video dead. The video dead. The video dead. dead. The video dead. I mean, when you search uh, horror movies that came out in 1987, it shows up. It does? It's not totally forgotten. Okay. Well, that's good news. Well, before we get to... All I know is I'm glad to be here with you guys because I love love talking to you guys. I love talking to you, and I love making you watch terrible movies. So before we get to what else happened in 1987, because I am interested... um, Hey, Alex, before we get to what happened in 1987... (laughs) Yeah. Why don't we do? Uh, why don't we do Final Final Girl? Girl? Uh huh. Let's do it. Have you heard of Final Girl? I I'm familiar. I'm not sure everybody is. Alex, you're gonna love this. Final okay, Girl great. is a game show. It's it's becoming very popular with the kids, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and adults alike. And okay. what what it is is from time to time, uh-huh. on Instagram, we put a post up that says if you were in a slasher movie. What would your character's name be? And then people submit a name. Oh, I like this premise. And these are just made-up names. Uh-huh. I mean, they can put whatever name they want. Uh, bonus points for creativity. And then we take those names. We select five players. A uh, whole five. And here's how it works. Uh-huh. Uh, we follow slasher rules, horror movie rules. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, you know, if these if they have sex, if they, if they use drugs, if they drink... If they get finger banged, you know, the, it's very likely that they're going to be murdered. So right. we'll have uh, f- what is finger it? banging rounds. is almost definite. Five, that is an important yeah. category. Yeah, it is really. And we learned in one of the last episodes that you can't go see a Mexican donkey show. That no, too, it's out. We've added is sinful it. enough. I think we added that. You that can get killed to the horror uh, movie rules. <laughs> it's in the canon now. It is now. Uh, and the, on on Scream Six, you're going to hear, you know, Jamie Kennedy or mm-hmm. whoever the young man is doing that type of role, getting up. He's going to be like, "Whatever you do, don't don't say we'll be right back, and don't go to a Mexican donkey show." Yeah. Okay, so we got the we got our five players, four rounds. We spin the wheel of death, this old haunted wheel made of scrap wood and chicken wire, and we pull out your fate. We read it: four of you will die, only one will survive. And receive that much, much. Uh, what's the word, Alex? Anticipated, but maligned. Anticipated. What? When some people, when people really want something, that much desired, that much. Why won't anticipated? Uh, work? Sought after. Sought after. Okay. Mystery prize. Sure. And it really is a mystery. You never know what you're going to get when we send out that mystery prize. That's true. It's not a mystery to the people who've won it, though. There's that. We have five players. Would you like to meet this week's players? Oh, do I? You you're asking oh, me? Do I? No, I was talking to Doctor Scott. I, oh. I don't like. Yes, to I would like to hear the contestants, please. Scott wants it too. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show our five contestants. First, Bradley Kip Prescott. Come on Get down. Come on down, Bradley Kip. Josephine Stark. She likes to go by Fina, I guess. Uh, It's it's Josephine, quotation marks, Fina Stark. Okay. Welcome to the show. Uh, And Josephine was submitted by one of our regulars. He submits names, I think, every time we do a final girl. Uh So he's as much a part of the show as we are. Uh, Sure. So keep submitting those names. All right, welcome to the show, Fina. Well, doesn't that we mean... We have another Prescott. This has never happened before. Nancy Prescott, welcome to the show. What do you mean it's never happened before? That we've never had two Where Prescotts? Our characters have the, the same last name on oh. the same show. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. We've got uh, 
Bradley Kip Prescott and Nancy Prescott submitted by two gotcha. different people. I don't know if they Pretty know each cool. other. Was this planned? Who knows? Pretty cool. Are they related to uh, Sydney Prescott? I think they are. And up next, Winifred Downs, aka Freddie Downs. Welcome back, Winifred. That's a Winifred's good one. first time here, but not uh, not the first time for the person who submitted this name. Oh, but Winifred, that's a great name. That is a good name. It's a good one. And finally, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Okay. Is it Samara Wells? S-A-M-A-R-A. Samara. 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 I'd say Samara. All right. Round one. Let's find out what happens. First, we spin the wheel of death. Got to get some grease for that day. Okay. Up first, we have Winifred. Hey. All right. Freddie. It is midnight at the skating rink. Your friends pop the top on a stiff drink. But your conscience gets the best of you, so you tell your friends that you're through. You survive. You survive. Well played, Good Winifred. job not drinking that drink. Hell That's yeah. Devil, devil water. Sure fire way to get sent straight to hell. Bradley Kip Prescott. Hello, Bradley. All right, Miss Bradley. It's the last night of high school. Chet's house has a swimming pool. His parents are out of town, and all your classmates are down to go skinny dipping soon, but you're shy about your poon. So you go shoot the shit with Ron, and you keep your little skivvies on. You survive. You survive. How can you say that I wrote half of these this time, and you told me that mine embarrassed you, and you <laughs> used the word poon? It rhymed, you know? No. Uh, I'm just looking for rhymes. No, I know it's harder than you think. Uh, Let's see here. So apparently skinny dipping, I guess that can get you killed. 100%. Don't take your clothes off. 100% that gets you. Yeah, no question. Okay. Nancy Prescott. Nancy, of all the places to go drink beers, no one's been in that cave for 20 years. Plus, it's Halloween and time to act spooky. But you turn back because the cave smells like dookie. You survive. (laughs) What a a pleasant way for you to keep your life is, you know, I mean, it it was fortuitous, really. She got lucky. She got lucky. She didn't have COVID. Her her sniffer wouldn't have been working. She would have gone in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't have even known about that dookie smell. Okay, Josephine, Fina, Stark, Miss Stark. Ouija boards are haunted, but passe, says your sister. So she pulls out a game called Twister. The dark spirits are crestfallen at not getting their shot, while you and your sister get tied in a knot. You survived. (laughs) What? I don't even know what happened there. Well, they thought about playing with the Ouija board, but her sister said that's passe, so they right. played Twister instead. I got and uh, those poor poltergeists in their house, they okay. didn't get to come out and play. It's a, it's a good sad. one because you had to explain it to me, so I get it. I don't think I needed to explain it to most people. I, to most people, but to me, I'm a little slower, and I represent a portion of our audience. So if I need a little help, maybe some of them did too. For, for, for slow people, by slow people. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's true. I mean, you you hang out with the turkeys. It's tough to fly with the eagles. You're such a turkey, Alex. 
Speaking of turkeys, let's find out what happens to Samara. Oh, Samara. Pretty name. Such and a beautiful name. Things don't seem like they're going to go well. Okay, Samara. Your puppy senses something behind your front door. He growls and he barks, and you wonder what for. As you reach for the doorknob, your dog shouts, Don't do it! But you open it anyway, and Fido grumbles, You blew it. The big beastly man hacks your face with a hoe. Fido shakes his head and says, I told you so. You are dead. Wow. Should have listened to the dog, Should have listened to the dog. I mean, this is one of those times, you know, minus the son of Sam thing, where you should have listened to the dog. The dog knew what was going on here. The dog knew what that's was like, going that's on. That's a pretty nasty way to go, having your face hacked with a hoe. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, granted, though, if you're dying and you're going to be dead, it doesn't really matter whether your face was hacked with a hoe or if a hoe was hacking your face. Either way, it's not it's not a pretty way to go. All right. Now we know. Listen to your dog, people. If the yeah. dog is uncomfortable with whatever's going on, just get the fuck out of there. All right. So four of you have survived on to the next round. One of you, Samara, so sorry to see you go. Please do play again. We do love return players, as Micah always says. Uh, and then coming up after the break here in a second, we got all that stuff that Micah was talking about getting into. Yes, of course, we will hear the next round of Final Girl to get our way to the Final Girl who will win our mystery prize. We're going to talk about what we're into. We're going to give our crunchiest kill. We do have some awfully big announcements to make, at least one. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to do all of that after the break. I like mine creamy. I like mine crunchy. I like mine ghostly. What? When it comes to peanut butter, there are plenty of choices. I like mine with jelly. Nope. But nope. We already did that. Sorry. Gluten-free, organic, all-natural. How about supernatural? Made with the ground-up bones and souls of our victim, uh, customers. Our supernatural peanut butter is a little butter heaven. Or hell. Yep, also hell sometimes. Supernatural peanut butter. Peanut the taste butter, will haunt you. Try it with our whole butter, grain evil bread, too. Butter, supernatural. Welcome back to Slasher I Hardly Know Her. This week, we are watching what we are calling a movie called The Video Dead. It's from 1987. It is not probably what you expect of a movie called The Video Dead, or maybe it's exactly what you expect. Basically, you've never heard of it, and we hadn't either popped up as a suggestion. We decided we would watch it. Actually, I decided, much to Micah's dismay, this week we are joined by both Micah and, of course, Dr. Scott, who actually came to the Slasher I Hardly Know Her Studios to watch the video dead in person and uh you know i think he appreciated just how bad it was you know uh, the one thing i gotta say about this movie that was really good were the zombies the way they looked really really great but it's the one thing that stood out in this 
The only zombie I had a problem with was... I know what you're going to say, the blue guy. Yeah, it was uh, David, David Bowie. Bowie. Uh, it was like they took David Bowie and they made him look like a burn victim and then they put him in front of a, a can of paint and then set off a like a car airbag and then it just blew blue paint all over him. And it, Somebody who was there he, making decisions was like, you know, we could make him look like a zombie with our paint or... What if we made it look like he had paint on? <laughs> Can we make the makeup look like makeup? Yes, yes. And his hair looked immaculate. I, I mean, he was very good-looking David Bowie wannabe, but... I'd boink him. Not as good as the rest of the zombies. I mean, that's really the one thing that stood out in this movie. He was scary, though. I mean, like, the actor himself was scary. Like, he, he played the zombie well, but the makeup for that particular zombie was obnoxious. Also, it was uh, powder blue. I mean, what? Why? Why does anybody go with powder blue? Powder we don't blue, know. Really? We don't know. Maybe he died cold, guys. He died cold. He stayed cold. Ice cold. Stay cold. Stay ice cold. I, I will also say. Is. I would also say, Micah. I agree with you in the pacing of this movie. Oh my God! It drug and drug and drug in so many places. <laughs> And I was just commenting on how one of one of the scenes that really kind of drags is when <laughs> the zombie is picking up the maid and the maid's reaching for the knitting needles and just trying and trying and trying and then gets a hold of them and then they just disappear. And then so she sees the iron mm -hmm. and she's going and going and going and then manages to get the iron in the zombie's head. But then, oh my God, did you see the part where she died and she's kind of going down the wall and he just the zombie just barely has his hand on her on her throat and then she's just kind of like flailing away and dying oh it was so and she wild. scrapes the wall she scrapes the wall with her little fingertips so hard that blood starts to squirt from her fingertips that was a lot of blood on yeah the or the wall was bleeding see i thought the wall was bleeding like, how dare they treat the wall like that? I mean, come on. You would have think they could have come up with a better script in 1993 when this movie came out. There was, you said 87. Oh, was it 1987? Uh -huh. I stand uh -huh. corrected. Uh, speaking of 1987, <laughs> I happen to know a few things that happened in 1987. Oh, well, how fortuitous. And if this is as... your first time listening to the show, what we'd like to do is talk about a few things that happened the year the movie came out to create some context for the and, film. And Micah doesn't like it when I'm interested in any of his facts. Well, this week, not going to be the case. You watch. All right. That's right. In the words of no doubt, don't speak. <laughs> okay. Trust me, it's hilarious. Okay, here we go. 1987. Let's start off with some statistics. The population of the world was estimated to be 4.378 billion. Are you kidding? Because wow, you know now. Really grown. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, what are we up to? Almost 8 billion now? So we've uh, nearly doubled in size since 87. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of baby making. Uh, the president of the United States was one Ronald W. Reagan. His vice president, a little fella named George Bush. Let's see. The Academy Award for Best Picture went to Platoon. Record of the year was a fella named Steve Winwood's record, Higher Love. It's a good song. Somebody start singing it. Come on. Bring me a higher love. No, I'm, I'm wildly uninterested in these facts, so just move along. 
Okay, let's keep moving. Prozac was released for use in the U.S. Andy Warhol died. Uh, there was a bouncing baby boy born on October 18th of 1987. A little baby named Zac Efron. <laughs> uh, let's see. Popular movies from 1987. Beverly Hills Cop 3, Dirty Dancing, Dragnet, Fatal Attraction, Full Metal Jacket, La Bamba, Lethal Weapon, and A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, I believe, came out. Wait, 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 wait. Was Beverly Hills Cop 3 popular? I, you know, after, after two, I don't really remember because two had the great song. And wasn't, I don't remember, but wasn't Axel, wasn't that song called Axel F or something? I I think so. I think it was like named, it was named after the character in the movie. That was a great movie. That's a great, that's a great tune. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just like seared into the, the collective conscious, that fucking tune. Uh, let's talk about popular television shows from 1987. The most popular TV shows were The Cosby Show, Ooh. Roseanne, Ooh. A Different World, Cheers, 60 Minutes, The Golden Girls, 60 Who's Minutes, the Boss, yes, Murder She Wrote, yeah, yeah, The Cosby Show, The Huxtables. You remember yeah. Dr. Huxtable? Oh, I remember him. Well, I, I, I've regained memories of him. Well, because he was a doctor, he was able to get his hands on a lot of pharmaceuticals, some that might make you drowsier and mm-hmm. easier to rape. Mm-hmm. And he put him in jello, right? <laughs> pudding pops. Yeah. Oh, he stuck him in those pudding pops. There's always room for jello. Never accept a pudding pop from Bill Cosby. Uh, the first The Simpsons cartoon short is shown on the Tracy Ullman show. I remember April. it. Let's see. They debuted a little show on ABC called Full House. Uh, and Alex, per your request, let's talk about some other scary movies that yes, came out in 1987. Thank you. Okay. In 1987, we had The Lost Boys, mm. Hellraiser, okay. Evil Dead 2, wow. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, as we mentioned before, mm-hmm. Monster Squad, Predator, Bad Taste, Creep Show 2, and one of the scariest movies of all time. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that was good. no, that was uh, that was it. I mean, I love Harry and the Hendersons, and it was really sad. But uh, don't wonder that this movie is not on anyone's radar. I mean, for all the obvious reasons that this movie would not be on your radar, but that was a lot of good scary movies. Yeah, it definitely had to be overshadowed by by some horror classics. Can we talk about the relationship between uh, the teen boy, Jeff, and the, uh, what is his name, Josh? The guy in the cowboy hat that shows up and says, I have to help you. Daniels, Josh Daniels. Mr. Daniels. (laughs) What's up with the arguments those two have? (laughs) They have some of the most adorable arguments out in the forest while they're going to hunt zombies. We are watching what? them have. You just yeah, mentioned it. Wow, the perfect. We are, we are watching them have their first big argument in the woods right now. Where what does he call him? Yeah, Sport like, like, or something? Like, yeah. What does he call uh, the old man? Boy. Like two shifts. He or keeps something? calling him boy. 
Yeah, he calls him boy. And then he's right. like, well, I'll call you a cow shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you call me boy, I call you cow shit. And he's like, all right, well, I won't call you boy, and you don't call me cow shit. <laughs> I mean, they worked it out. I like that they worked it out. Hey, this is this is one of those scenes where it's dragging. It's really dragging, because they're in the woods. And how right? about, it's supposed to be about zombies Josh. coming out of the TV, and they're out in the middle of the woods looking for zombies, zombies came out of the and TV. there's no zombies you know, for a little bit. You know what I really enjoyed was that they they used Jeff as bait for the the video dead, <laughs> yeah. and uh, literally uh, cowboy Josh manages to fall asleep in the shed. Yeah, immediately. I mean, granted, and and he's screaming. Jeff is literally screaming at the top of his lungs as zombies are reaching for him while he's hanging from a tree by a rope with a chainsaw. And none of this wakes up Joshua. Uh, has yeah. Joshua not slept in well, days? How actually, did he sleep I through th- that? Well, actually, I think. Joshua did sleep on the couch in the house that night, right? Like he didn't, they put mirrors on the, on the door so that the zombies wouldn't bug him. And I think he slept on the couch. I think everybody slept, but for some reason he's very tired at the moment that they've decided to use Jeff as bait, literally hanging him from a tree. And I I fucking love this. This is one of these movies that I think it achieved so bad. It's good status. Like, just the dialogue and the acting is is so wonderfully bad that ah. I, I I really thought I was going to hate this movie and then really got pulled into it. I was like, wow, I did hate this, this is movie. Bad, bad I, acting. I fell asleep. True, true statement. Yeah, I, I fell asleep that. for about ten minutes of the movie. It didn't miss anything. And when I woke up, I had missed nothing. Like I just I woke up and I started vaping and drinking again. And I had not missed anything. I had missed them putting Jeff in the tree. That was it. I mean, like nothing had happened. And I will say, if the zombie makeup, though we do hate the color choice of that one zombie, like the the weird blue that they painted him, other than that, the zombie effects were really good. Really All the, good. Yeah, they I really liked really when good. they cut the zombie in half in the woods. Uh, yes. The one that Jeff shot with his bow and arrow. He missed a couple of times. Yeah, we're, we're watching it literally right watching now. that scene and, right and, now. And I was going to comment. You were talking about the love scene between them two. Um, <laughs> I love the part where he's, he pulls out the chainsaw and he's like, uh, I'm going to, you know, here's this chainsaw. We're going to use it on this zombie. And Jeff goes, hey, I know how to use chainsaws. Uh, I, I, I shot him. I should be the one to do that. And uh, I, I've seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre five times. Right, exactly. I know how to use a chainsaw. There are, there, well, if it wasn't for those zombie makeups, this movie would be, it would have no value whatsoever. And so this, ladies and gentlemen, was just the intro that brings us to Micah's latest shit story. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, Give it to us. I told you that in confidence. Oh, you did not. I told you you should have saved it for the podcast. You didn't, but you said, eh, I'll talk about it on the podcast. So just take it away, Micah. God damn it. Why do you do this to me, Alex? Uh, you okay. did it to yourself. Micah, tell us how you like wasabi. I did it on myself. All right. I was recently out of town visiting family. And uh, my brother, older brother, he loves hot sauces. He, he loves to do all that stuff, kind of like hot ones. He'll just like, let's see what's the hottest sauce you can eat. Anyway, but we were sitting down. We're eating hamburgers, french fries. And he goes, hey, try this hot sauce. It's great. It's got like the best flavor to heat ratio. 
And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a tasty hot sauce. So I dip French fries in it like it's salsa. Not small amounts, but a bunch of hot sauce. And I eat that. And holy shit, is it hot. It melts my face off. And then he's like, hey, you should try this horseradish. It's supposed to be the strongest horseradish on earth. And so I try it and I dip it. I take a few. I just dip in French fries in it. I'm taking, you know, big, big glops and dollops of this horseradish. And I'm like, this really doesn't seem that strong. And he looks at it and he goes, oh, it's expired. That expired in October. It's now, what, March when we're recording this or almost April. So anyway, long story short, I'm leaving my brother's house at about 930 at night. I'm driving to the hotel and uh, I start getting cramps. Oh, my God. These these labor pains. I'm about to give birth to something. I'm like, yeah, we're going to make it. We're going to make it to the hotel. We can do this. And, uh, oh, just more waves. And then I'm like, maybe, maybe six blocks from my hotel. And I'm driving straight forward. I've got the GPS on. It's navigating me towards my hotel. I can go check in and, you know, get to the bathroom and sweet relief. But there's road road work and detours and i have to take detour after detour while my body is cramping and man i probably got maybe within a block and a half of the hotel but then i was like you know what i'm gonna have to pull up i'm gonna have to valet park i'm gonna have to check in i'm gonna have to get a key go up to a room and uh all that to say my body was like hey micah you're not gonna make it to the hotel you're gonna shit right now <laughs> And uh, <laughs> that's, that's usually that's usually the sound that comes out of your body. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. We've all been there. Oh, I'm cramping like you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, you know what? I think if I fart, I'll make a little room and I can make it to the hotel and get up there. It'll be fine. And so I go to fart. And uh, fellas, you know what happened? What happened, Micah? Well, I'll tell you. It wasn't just a fart. A Don't little you bit farted, of but you shitted. Out. I uh, thought I farted, but I shitted, and I didn't even have underwear on. I'm just like wearing sweatpants with no underwear, and so I shit in my sweatpants. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll be fine. I just shat a little bit car. now. I'm good. This is we a, can get to the hotel. Is absolutely, 100% an anti-rental car commercial. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, there. I'm right there. I'm gonna get to the hotel, and that's when my body was like, guess what, Micah. You're going to shit now. You're not making it to the hotel. So I had to pull over. And the only place I could find was like one of these paid parking lots. And it's in uh, like the downtown of a big city where people, it's like a Friday night. So pedestrians are out walking around. They're having drinks. And so I pull over to this parking lot and I'm like, where am I going to poop? I'm not going to poop in the rental car. I'm pretty sure that, that they will smell that and I'll get in trouble and they won't let me rent a car from their company again. <laughs> and so uh, all I can find is a fucking little like tote bag in the back seat, you know, that you use instead of a plastic bag at a grocery store because it's green and yada, yada. And it's what I use to put all, like, my charger cables and random things in. So I dump that in my back seat. I'm in a parking spot, and I jump out of the car, and then I, uh, yeah, I just opened the driver's side door and squatted in a parking lot and had explosive diarrhea into a tote. So, so what you're saying is you're still putting personal things in that bag. <laughs> I love that you it called was, it a tote. It, it was miserable. It was miserable. And then pedestrians start walking by. They're all drinking and having a good time, going from bar to bar and restaurants. Just like, ha, ah, we're having a good time. Meanwhile, there's this guy. This guy just squatted over a tote in a parking lot, just like, oh, God, why? Having a painful, painful diarrhea. 
And so, then so, I was done, and I didn't have anything to wipe with. I'm like looking around. There's no napkins. There's nothing. So I just have to pull up my sweatpants with my diarrhea greased butt cheeks, <laughs> and uh, I tie up my tote bag. And uh, there was a dumpster nearby, so I threw the diarrhea-filled tote into a, a dumpster and went to my hotel. And, and you know, I laughed like a maniac after I shat in the tote and was back in the car driving to the hotel. I'm just like. <laughs> Life is ridiculous. <laughs> I shattered a bag. Okay. Final girl. You, you may recall in the, the first round, we lost the beautiful Samara Wells. Rest in peace, Samara. That was a sad one. Beautiful name. Gone, gone too soon. Gone oh, too soon. Oh, obviously. Okay. So now we have four more contestants. Let's spin that wheel. Let's find out what happens. It's been hard. That's That's pretty fast. That's the fastest like that wheel's gone in months. Up. Did you did you lube the wheel? Ah, you know me. I'm a wheel luber. Mm-hmm. Okay, true. round two. Our first player, Josephine Fina Stark. Fina, a lady at the checkout asks you to hold her baby. You think it's weird, so you shrug and say, maybe? <laughs> but her baby is chewing on a dead bird, so you run away. <laughs> Without saying a word, you survived. What, what did she survive? I what, don't know. What I rule think... did she not break? Well, you know, she's in a checkout lane, and, and a lady asks her to hold her baby, but the baby's chewing a dead bird, so she just says no, and she runs away. And I think maybe the baby was cursed, and there was some witchcraft. I'm I don't not, know what's going I'm on. I'm not positive that that's getting added to any horror tropes, but... <laughs> I mean, don't I like hold her instinct. A demonic baby chewing a dead I mean, I like her instinct. I mean, she should. Had she been a responsible person, she would have taken that baby straight to the I'm police. Not, I wouldn't hold a baby if a stranger in a checkout aisle says, "Hold I, my baby, please." I am definitely not going to hold it because I think they're going to run and. Leave I me would with their take baby. the baby and call the police because she's chewing on a dead bird. Straight. Yeah, well, it's a hung, it's a hungry baby. Yeah, and it's a hung jury on this one. Apparently, we disagree. Okay, up next, Bradley Kip Prescott. All right, Miss Prescott, you're invited to a party to start off the weekend. But your friends tend to get crazy and go off the deep end. They fuck and they suck and drink and do drugs. But you counter with waves, high fives, kisses, and hugs. You survived. (laughs) I gotta say, that's one of your better rhymes. That rhyme was disgusting, and I am going to talk to our writer's room about think, all this really? sucking and fucking going on, because, dear God, that is obscene. I think that was a good one. I think that was one of the so, better ones in recent episodes. Miss Prescott is hanging out at a party. Mm-hmm. All of her friends are sucking and fucking and drinking and doing drugs, and she decides, I'll just wave at him. Give him some high fives what? while they're sucking what? and she's fucking. Not, she's not getting she's in. She's kissing and hugging him. It's like she's right. part of Wait the a minute. Wait a minute. She's Wait not a, a part of it. She's being as not a part of it as she possibly can be while still being, you know, respectful of the sucking and the fucking. I, hang on she's just being a second. Cordial. Hang on. Are we talking yes, about Dr. Bradley Scott. or Nancy? This, this is Bradley. Bradley Kip Prescott. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Like I tried to turn it into Nancy. Don't get the Prescotts met, mixed up. Did I say Nancy? I apologize. Uh, it I is know, I Bradley Kip Prescott, a.k.a. Apple Band-Aid Death. 
fucking love this episode. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, who's up next? It is Winifred. Freddie love Downs. That name. Not Winifred, but Winifred. 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 Uh, Bob has an eye rock and really dope hair and an oversized bulge that makes you wonder what's down there. <laughs> he offers to show you and even to bone you. But I rock or not, you simply beware. That one you sucked. Survived. That one sucked. I, you know, I'll own up to it. <laughs> I wrote that one. Uh, what's an I rock? It's a Nissan. Yeah. You, you don't remember I rocks? They were real popular in the 80s. Wait, what's an I rock? It's a car. A car. It's like a really, no, like, what is it, like a Trans Amy kind of car? It's Nissan. <laughs> Quit saying Nissan, Scott. <laughs> It's it's a Nissan, Alex. It's it a like, Nissan. It looked like a you know it looked like a Firebird or something, right? Mm, a bird of fire. No. Okay, right. finally, Nancy Prescott. Nancy, it was a bad day at work to end out the week. Time to get loose, get trashed, maybe a nipple you'll tweak. But a killer is watching through his eyes. You debatch. Debatch. De- debauch I'm sorry I can't read uh, but a killer is watching through his eyes you debauch and when you least expect it he slices your crotch oh. blood gore and plenty of screams such is the fate of loose moral teens <laughs> Nancy you are dead De- dead with a really wonderful rhyme I might point out that was man that might have been one of our best I mean, by if by best you mean a mediocre at best. Well, I, I then yes. I mean, I think it's worth. Who's gonna no- know what an I Rock is? I don't remember. It's, it's a Camaro. It's not a Nissan. It's a Chevy Camaro. All right, Scott is. There was a go Chevy I Rock. It was a version of the Camaro. Have you guys ever seen uh, the TV Dead or whatever movie we watched? Scott, <laughs> is, Scott is actively researching I Rocks behind me on his iPhone. And uh, debauch is a, is a thing, you know, debauchery. So I played with the word, and it was a good rhyme. That was a good one. Yeah. It was just spelled wrong, so I mispronounced it. Did I spell it wrong? <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, you know. It's been you a spelled while. it really wrong. Like somebody who's <laughs> never read before. That can't be true. <laughs> like a guy who's never learned English. You spelled it. B-A-U-C-H? Like a guy who's like, what are these strange symbols? Did I spell botch B-A-U-C-H? So surely word. that's right, right? B-A-U-C-H? You spelled it D-E-B-A-T-C-H. <laughs> Debatch. All right. Well, then, you know, my bad. Maybe it got autocorrected. Maybe no, you spelled it right sure and autocorrect jumped in and ruined it for I you. I will say writing Final Goal Rhymes, uh, your phone does try to autocorrect a lot of shit. <laughs> it's like, hey, sh- hey. surely you don't mean blood here. <laughs> now I hope you have some respect for the writer's room who has to crank out these rhymes every time we do an episode. I do, but we- they were all gone for spring break this week, and so you and I filled in the gaps uh, because we are good employers. We let them yeah, go on man, their ski trips, and yeah, we let them do what they do. You and I yeah. still got to get this podcast out. 
Charlie it, was going skiing. I think uh, uh, Rachel and Bess were going to what was it like Panama or something? They were going to go do the beach. Yeah, they and said that they were going to have like four or five other riders. They were going to check out. I don't know what we're paying them, but they said they were going to check out places that they thought they might want to retire, and they went to Panama to look at housing. So I think we're paying them too much. I'll say that. Uh, Folks, folks, this is all not true. They fire every one of them. I'm sitting here in the studios now, and what is a 16 office suite? There's nobody here. They they fire every one of them. They're all on spring break, Scott. They're all on spring break. Usually this thing is a hustling and bustling, you know, metropolis of an office. Yeah, what about your receptionist? Every time I come here, there's no receptionist. And it's a different person when there is somebody here. So... Thank you so much for playing Final Girl. Those of you that are still in it and those of you that died, please play again. We're going to get more into this movie, probably way too much more, coming up after the break. It's simple. It's not all about the internet and, and how many likes and all persona of Instagram, of who you are on Instagram. It's more gritty. That's Amy Steele from Friday the 13th Part 2 and April Fool's Day talking about the greatest decade in horror history, the 80s. You gotta love them. It's just one of the things we talked about with Friday the 13th alum that you'll hear on our upcoming Friday the 13th special airing in May. Until then, we're listening to your favorite Friday the 13th kills at 41977-SLASH. Let us know yours so we're sure to cover the ones you love. Give us a call now at 41977-SLASH and don't miss our special dropping in two weeks. Also, forget about what Amy said. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. In the 80s were great, but come on. Instagram. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. This week we watched, um, it's a movie. It's, it's a movie. It's called The Video Dead. You've never heard of it until you listen to this podcast. But I have to say, as my dogs lose their mind upstairs, I have to say that you're probably going to want to watch this movie just based on the fact that it got made, it apparently got distributed, and I mean, it's almost a fan film that got some sort of Hollywood treatment. Yes, you've never heard of it, but I mean, come on, they're playing it on Tubi right now. You just go to Tubi and you can listen to it or watch it. Uh, It's also on Paramount+. Plus. Is it? Okay. Uh, it's also completely free on YouTube. All right, before we get into the rest of this movie, before we do that, I'd like to know what else you guys are into. What are you into? Into. Into. What are you into? What's all this screaming about? Well, so I'm really into this book that I just bought recently. By the way, Micah, buckle up. Because I've been spending, I've spent the last two days with Dr. Scott and this book. He's literally read out loud to me over and over. Every time he finds a new thing, he's reading it out loud to me. I'm on the edge of my seat because Dr. Mm-hmm. Scott never fails to bring it. He actually, I, I feel like he's bringing it. I really do. I'm not complaining. Yeah, this book's called I Forced a Bot to Write This Book AI Meets BS by Keaton Patty. 
Uh, this guy I followed on Twitter for a couple years, and he would always post these things where he would say, "I watched a or I made a bot watch a thousand hours of, let's say, crime dramas," and then the bot AI would come up with a script. And so he has a book of this, and I just bought it recently, and it's fucking hilarious. And all weekend I've been reading uh, movie scripts and TV scripts, uh, just real, real quick. You know, like two pages of what a bot would think The Office would be like, or Star Trek, or Family Guy, or Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and it's hilarious. So Wow, I'm bored already just hearing about it. Uh, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, you've seen bot-written scripts before, I'm sure. I mean, most of our audience has probably seen this. And so this is, it's presented as just that. It's written like a script, and a bot wrote it. And if you're familiar with the subject matter that the bot is writing about, it's hilarious. It's very good. And Alex wrote, read, uh, I, I guess in the book there, I haven't made it there, but there is a horror film script. Yeah. And Alex, I, I watched him read spot it. spot on, man. And he just started, he laughed the whole time that he was reading it. It's spot on. I mean, it's, it's every horror movie that we do in two pages written by a bot it's pretty good yeah, it's like one of the one of the summer characters is named vodka juice or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that yes oh it's ridiculous anyway that's what i'm into what do you got micah mm, let's see what am i into well i'm very excited that uh upload is back for a second season are you liking it? I watched the first season of Upload while everybody was on lockdown when COVID was new. We all did. So I'm watching Upload, and my uh, my lover and I, who were at the time living in different homes, Aww. that was our date. We would put on put our earbuds in, and we would do one of those parties where you can watch something at the same time, mm-hmm. and we would watch Upload, and that was like that was our date, man. That was the only way we could get back together. That's so sweet. Being in different homes during lockdown. And so uh, season two is out, so we started that. And then I recently finished a book by Carl Hyacin called Skinny Dip, which I loved. And uh, now I'm on the Carl Hyacin train. I'm reading another book of his called Skin Tight. And uh, they're great. They're funny, angry mysteries. And um, they have this great recurring character named Mick Stranahan, and I'm all about that. And then finally... I'm reading a comic, a.k.a. graphic novel, called Witches by Zack Snyder. Jock's doing the drawing. Matt Hollingsworth is doing the colors. Uh, Robbins, I think, is doing the lettering. And uh, it's a new one. It came highly recommended by one Stephen King who said, It's fabulous. A triumph. And MTV News said, It's the most terrifying comic you'll e- you've ever read. So that's MTV one News is still a thing? Apparently. Huh. I mean, I think that's a pretty valid question. I did not know that MTV, I'm, MTV News I'm Kurt Loder. I'm Tabitha Sorensen. Did you say wow. Litter? Kurt Loder, right? Loder. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Loder. Loder. I remember Kurt Loder. Him. Yeah, I remember him. I mean, surely he... You know what? In retrospect, Kurt Loder looks a good deal like the David Bowie-looking zombie from this movie. Ooh, that is... You are spot on. Yeah, that friend. guy kind of looks like Kurt... I wonder if that's Kurt Loder. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, what Finally, I'm into. Uh, uh, Alex, oh, I mind. wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, and that question, Alex, is. Uh, yeah. 
What are you into? I'm glad you asked, Micah. I'm glad you asked. I've got a lot of stuff I'm into. I'm I'm rewatching Holliston, as we all should. You should rewatch Holliston. You should get mm. on the request a show. Uh, Can I totally hijack your what are you into and ask you, since I know you're an sure. Adam Green Why fan. Not? We're talking about Holliston. It reminded <laughs> me of this movie of his that I've never seen. That I want to watch is it, I can't remember what it's called, but something about marrow. Digging up the marrow. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, of course I've seen it. In fact, <laughs> I just ordered it on DVD uh, this week because I did not realize there was an extensive director's commentary that was associated with it, and I want to listen to that. So yeah, I got it in the mail. Uh, Scott was here what two days ago. Well, I've never seen it, but I finally watched the trailer, and I, you know, I, I, I have got a soft spot for Adam Green now, yeah, partly because of you, and uh, you know, I knew he did Holliston, I knew he did Scary Sleepover, and of course his Hatchet movies, uh, but the the Marrow movie was new to me. Uh, here's what I'm into, though, Micah. You might be surprised at this. You might not. I don't know. Uh, you and I. One of us lives in the South. One of us lives in the Midwest. What a nice meeting point for us to find a state that is not quite South, not quite Midwest, but yet hosts a horror convention. And I am, of course, talking about Oklahoma. Oklahoma has a horror con that is just phenomenal. I very much enjoy it. It uh, happens every year. Big stars come to this one uh it's august 6th and 7th of this year and it's called oklahoma's premier horicon it's also called okc's horicon if you look up okc and you look up horicon you'll find this one uh i'm not that said i'm not exactly sure what the name of it is because it's named both of those things but all that said this year i thought what a great idea to go to this horror con together, you, me, and as a podcast. So we have rented out a booth at OKC's Horror Con on August 6th and 7th of this year. So a little bit of time coming along. And that is definitely what I'm into because I'm putting a lot of thought into it, as is Micah. We are uh, putting t shirts together. Micah's cooking things in a microwave while I do this. Micah, your food's um, done. Your food is finally done, Micah. That's good news. Um, and you can tell how excited he is about the Horicon just, but I don't know, by the frequency of those microwave beeps. But uh, yeah, Mike and I are going to take Slasher I Hardly Know Her to OKC's Horicon. Probably won't be the first, probably won't be the last. But we thought, why not come out and actually meet some people and get this podcast out there? And so we've got games planned. We've got a big giveaway planned. We're, you know, selling T-shirts uh, from our commercials, which is going to be dope. Uh, the, the, the commercials that you, you guys have come to know and love in between our segments. Uh, we're coming. We've hired graphic designers. I mean, it's a whole big thing. It's, it's, it's very exciting. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's all I've thought about for the last, I don't know, week. I just, I am into this. So if you ask me what I'm into without line, 
this is what I'm into. Do we know who the headliners are for this horror convention? No, it's I think so, one of them is the guy who does the voice of the Crypt Keeper, right? It, yeah, it's so far out right now, we don't have a big complete <laughs> guest list, but John Kaiser is what I've always said, but I, I've heard it pronounced other ways. The voice of the Crypt Keeper is going to be there. I'm hoping I can get him to give us a station ID for our podcast, because I've heard him do it for other podcasts. But if nothing else, I'm very excited to talk to him because, as you know, I'm a huge Tales from the Crypt fan. I'm sitting here looking currently at my limited edition Tales from the Crypt candelabra. Okay, guys, can I talk to you about Jeff? Little old Jeffy. Please do. Jeffy's acting. Um, Wow. You would think that the directors, when Jeff got into his injuries, that they would say, we need a little bit more from you. Like when he's running down the hill and he gets caught in the bear trap that he has set. And he, uh, Hey, can I stop you real quick? Yeah. Can I stop you real quick? The bear trap was mentioned earlier in the movie, right? I feel like they did talk about a bear trap earlier in the movie because when he got caught in a bear trap, it made sense to me. Yeah. He was pulling it out of, uh, Daniels's bag, his his military bag. Okay, okay. And, and so he pulls it out, and he sets it. But the thing is, is in the scene, he's running down the hill, and it it looks like he trips over a stick or something in the woods, and then he makes no shriek, no like, oh my god, a bear trap just ate my ankle. This is the most painful thing I've ever felt. He just falls over, and he kind of goes. Ugh. Yeah, and uh, as like good as to get his ankle out. as good as the physical effects were in this movie, there was no blood at all when he got his ankle caught in a bear trap. There was no blood. There was no gore. Right? Yeah, and so then, then the the you know after he gets himself out of the bear trap, he he hobbles up to the shed to find his girlfriend from earlier or presumed girl or assumed yeah, girlfriend she's, and she's slaughtered yeah 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 and then uh and then the zombie comes in and the zombie has the chainsaw he pulls out the machete and he goes and he does a whack and takes the zombie's head off and then the zombie sticks the chainsaw on him and the expression on his face is uh yeah I it have is a chainsaw in my stomach it is uh, utter disregard for having a chainsaw pushed through your body I mean, that was going to be my crunchiest kill, but I don't think it does any justice at all because it's just, oh, I've got a chainsaw in my stomach, and now I'm going to It was an amazing die. chainsaw, how quickly it just went straight through him. It was a good chainsaw. It was a sharp one. It was a sharp one. Even after having you know gone through many dead bodies, it did, it did saw the one guy in half. The creepiest in my mind, by the way of uh the zombies the guy with had the kind of the black mask on you know what i'm talking about in the fedora yes i thought that was a creepy zombie but uh and he chops him right in half but yeah i'm with you i mean just just say say okay micah you hit on it earlier (laughs) micah when you said uh you know they do a take and they'd go well that wasn't very good but we'll just keep it (laughs) we won't do it again (laughs) Just keep on going. We yeah. don't need a second take. Well, I mean, I'm sure with a look in a scene like that, I could understand it. I'd be like, our budget's tight. You know, we only got, we can do this chainsaw gag one time. That's fair. That's fair. That I get. But to Micah's point, some of the worst dialogue, I mean, I'm assuming we're getting the best takes, right? 
where just two characters are conversing and it is some of the worst dialogue, just the writing itself, but the delivery is so horrible. Scott kept saying, you know, Scott and I had uh, a comedy sketch show in college, the video comedy sketch show in college, and we were horrible actors. I mean, Scott was horrible. I was horrible. All of our friends that we, you know, roped into doing the sketch comedy show with us were horrible. We had no theater kids. We weren't theater kids. And, uh, the acting was just simply the worst. And this felt like that. And Scott kept pointing that out through the entire thing. He was like, this looks like we did it. It looks like we did it. <laughs> and it did look like it. It sounded like we did it. Like when people were delivering lines, it was like, yes, this is exactly how we would have done. This. Right. Right. There's that, that there's that, that semi awkward pause. And then somebody would say, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't have delivered this TV. <laughs> yeah. And then it would cut to the scene. And you go, why the fuck would they say that? Why don't they just leave it out or speed it up or something or do another take yeah. in the beginning when, uh, when old Jeffy first, uh, turns on the TV and the zombie grabs his arm and then he grabs the hatchet and chops the zombie's hand off. And then he gets all that blood on him. His shirt was just, it, it looked, it looked pink, right? It was just like, just slightly pink. It wasn't like it was stained with real blood. It's almost like they didn't put enough corn syrup in their blood or whatever they make fake blood out of. I mean, it did. In fact, I was looking at that and I was like, is that the blood on his shirt or was he already wearing a tie dyed shirt? Uh, Because I don't know if they shot that scene over and over again, but whatever the fake blood was apparently had been on there a long time, long enough to turn pink by the time, you know, they shot the end of that scene. But I love the blood. I like the hand scene. I like the hatchet. The hand they didn't uh, shy away from the blood on this. There was a plenty of gore. But I have a butt. Oh, okay. I have a big butt. Oh, that's not true. I think your butt's cute. Oh, stop. No, no, oh, but no it's cute. It's it, a little guy. I like it. it, it it's getting, it's falling. Okay, it I, looks, I'm 41 I mean, now. My butt is falling. I'm telling you, we're all our butts it's fall. It's not as pert. But I'm just hoping one of these days you're going to finally realize and that butt's going to fall right into my hands. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's my big butt with the with the zombie hand. Okay. We take it upstairs. We put it in a brown paper bag, as you do with a zombie hand. Which looked terrible. And we go up. On. We we use our hand to to ladle out all of the lettuce in our water, and <laughs> and uh, you know as you do, of course. Do your damn dishes. You lazy and bum. And then we put the zombie hand in, and he turns on the disposal, and the water drains out, and that's it. That's a good talk about a missed opportunity. Show me some blood. Show me some drama. I want something spraying out of it. Yeah. A real easy effect to be spraying that blood out all over your face or whatever. We got to go to break, but if you really want us to do Final Girl first, we'll yeah. do that, okay? Yeah, we probably should. Round three, fight. Round three, fight. Okay, here's the deal. We've already lost a couple of wonderful people who just made a couple of mistakes, and they're dead now. Uh, that one was... Uh, Samara. Oh, Miss Samara. I'm so sorry. Miss Wells, you are expired. And Nancy Prescott. We have three players left. Let's find out what happens. Who will live? Who will die? It's time to spin the wheel of death. Spin that wheel. Here we go. Man, that lube that you put on there, it sounded good these days. It's doing a little bit better. It's not great, but it's better than it was. Uh, Okay, up first. 
Josephine. Josephine Stark, a.k.a. Fina. Okay, Fina. You've been looking at books to prepare for tonight. Labias, Majoras, and Cocks are a sight. But when Gerald shows up and whips out his pipe, you run off and hide like a nerd in a fight. You survive. Hey, Good job, Fina. Good for you, Gerald. Wait, Gerald? It was Josephine. Oh, oh you mean Gerald who whipped out his pipe. You're cheering for the wrong person. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? He's cheering for misogyny. What a twist. Wow. 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 That's wow, I am ashamed. In retrospect, you, I'm, I'm sorry. Up next, Bradley Kip Prescott. Bradley. Bennies are red. Xanox are blue. Heroin is usually a brownish tarry color, but that's not for you. When the druggie and the bunch pulls out the favors, you sneer and fuck off because that's bad behaviors. You survive. Bradley. Good job, Miss Prescott. Smart Bradley. Okay, who is it? Oh, oh God. Miss oh. Winifred, Miss Winifred Freddie Downs. Winifred. <sighs> Freddie. The party is hopping. The music is pumping. So you and your boyfriend Ron start dry humping. This doesn't count, right? You think to yourself, right before your head gets chopped off and put on a shelf. You died. Oh. You, yeah. You died. Don't go humping. You can't even dry hump. These killers, they, they, they do not split hairs. Anything that resembles sex, I think it can get you killed. She didn't even, I mean, they kept the panties on. They kept their undie things on. But and they, they know. they still got killed. I mean, the killer knows what it's leading to. Yeah. yeah. They know where we're well, going think, with I this. I mean, what if they had just dry humped and gone home, though? Would they still be worthy of death? Fucks. <laughs> All right, so that's final girl. We have two two survivors left. Miss Bradley Kip Prescott and Miss Josephine Fina Stark. Let's Ooh. see what happens. All right, we'll be right back. Ew, what's that smell? Fido, did you poop on my bed? <laughs> Wait a second, that doesn't smell like dog poo. <sighs> Dear God, this is human excrement. Is your lover a little touched? Did she pop a squat and drop a steamy deuce on your bed? Try the one and only spot cleaner made specifically for human feces. It's poo away. If your lady's acting crazy, making dookie on your duvet, have no fear, use poo away. Thank you, poo away. Welcome back to the show. Beep, beep, beep. You're listening to Slasher. I hardly know her with your host, Alex. I am not Alex. I am the guest, but I'm bringing us back from the break. We've been talking about 1987's 
The Video Dead, a so bad it's good movie with some terrific gore, some terrifically bad acting and bad writing, but I don't know, man, guys, is it bad enough that it's good? Because I no, was really see, enjoying I, it. I was going to immediately take uh, uh, offense at that statement. I don't think it's so bad it's good. I think it's really bad. I, I loved it. I thought the acting was so just like over the top bad and the script was ridiculous. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. Ooh. I think it, it was bad enough that it's good. I and like, I think the gore was so good that it's good. I the like gore the was turnaround for you, though. I really like the turnaround for you on this because we've talked about this movie for you know, a week over text and back and forth. And all you've done is berate me. And so I told Scott, I said, I'm kind of looking forward to how bad Micah is going to like berate me on this movie. And you're not now. Now you've, you've turned you you've done a 180. Yeah, no, I totally did. When I watched the first scene and the first kill, I was like, this is dumb. But then, uh, by the end of it, I was totally all about it. I just love watching Jeff act. <laughs> I mean, it's rough, man. I mean, you know, you had mentioned, uh, what'd you mention? Uh, Goblins 2 or whatever. What's the name of that movie? Yeah, that might be right. No, it can't be Goblins 2. Is it Goblins 2? Whatever the case. Uh, Trolls. Troll, troll. Yeah, Troll 2. You mentioned Troll 2 earlier. And... It's right there, right? It's right there. I don't think the production quality is there, but it's right there where you almost have to appreciate what was happening in those scenes. Director, actor, you know, just filmmaking-wise, what was happening in that moment. I think you do have to appreciate that here because they went for it. I mean, you have to admit they went for it. The special effects look great. They're very good fiscal effects, practical effects that, you know, I would say rivaled many movies that did better. They're really good zombie effects, good blood effects, although sometimes that blood was a, a little runny and pink. A bit watery. Yeah, absolutely. No question. But as a per, I would love to know more about this movie. You research this movie online, there's not a lot to find out about it. I want to know more about its production. I want to know what went into it. So, yeah, could it be a so bad it's good movie? Yeah. I mean, I think this, I think this deserves its flavor, but uh, it was tough to watch. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, I especially like the scene, they're in the forest, Something's happening with Jeff and uh, what was his name? Josh, Daniel, something like Mr. that. Mr. Daniels. Daniels. Mr. Daniels. Josh Daniels. <laughs> and the camera trucks to the left to reveal a zombie, you know, a, you know I don't know, 15, 10, 15 feet away. That actually looks cool. I thought that was a good shot. We do have a lot to get to. Let's get to the end of the movie because they completely subvert everything we know about zombies. And... The sister, now the hero, who we did not think was going to be the hero. We thought it was going to be Jeff. And we get the sister as the hero. And she has, she's now listening to everything that Mr. Daniels said to her. Mr. Daniels somehow has some insights in how these zombies work and how we have to kill them and what we have to do. Didn't work for him. He's dead. Uh, but she's hearing what he told her. 
And what he told her was, you have these options. These are the only two options you have, you know, to kill these guys. And one was lock them in a room and what that they can't get out of. And two, because they'll eat themselves. That's what he said. Lock them in a room where they can't get out of. They'll eat themselves. And then the other thing was you can't show fear because then they realize you see them for what they are. It's kind of deep. I kind of like it. So she tricks them into getting into the basement, right? She tricks them into getting into the basement. And uh, she does this by just accepting them into her home, inviting them in for dinner, and laughing a lot. Come on, son. Come on. <laughs> what did you think of that? I mean, it's cute. It's adorable. I think it's precious. Uh, and apparently the zombies cannot smell real fear. Uh, you right. don't have to be that great of an actress to convince them that you're not scared. All you have to do is show your teeth and say the standard greetings. Please come in. Ha, ha, ha. Would you like some hors d'oeuvres? And the zombies won't know. It, and then it was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I right? want to know how did our cowboy figure out that uh, if you put them in a basement together, if they figure out that they can't escape, they will eat themselves and each other. I don't know. How long has this guy been dealing I mean, with I guess, zombies? And I, 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 I mean, I think that's a fair question. All right. So she she has the zombies over for dinner. She gets them down into her basement, and I guess they eat each other. And there's some gore and some good looking gore. And she runs up the stairs. To get a record, of course, the zombies figured out. Look, there's already records here. It At wasn't point, that ridiculous. Just... Didn't you love that? That the zombies. She tells the zombies, "Wait, I'm gonna." Because she, she. <laughs> this is ridiculous. She got the the zombies into the basement under the guise that we're going to dance together, and then she shows them the record player. And she's like, "Oh, my records are upstairs." She starts to walk upstairs. And then the zombie, one of the zombies, finds records. And he shakes it around like, she's lying to us. There's records here. (laughs) (laughs) To which I say, yeah, sure, there's records, but maybe that's just not the one she wanted to play. You you know, there's different records. You you may not have been a good one for dance. Right. Would he read it? Why didn't she just explain that to the zombies? It wasn't thriller. I know you found records, but... I was going to go, you know, get a cherry pie. Right, right. So we could dance to their music. I had a different style of dance than you did. Yeah, I wanted to do some disco. I thought you might be disco zombies. But no, they're like, oh, oh, she's pulling one over on us. And so they run (laughs) after her. She manages to pull away, get upstairs, lock the door. There's a mirror and the zombies, after they figure out they're trapped together, they start eating themselves, each other, whatever. Uh, and then I guess we, we cut to the future where the the girl who hosted the zombie party, the zombie dance party, mm-hmm. uh, is apparently in a some sort of a treatment center, maybe a hospital or a mental hospital. And her parents, who are finally back from Abu Dhabi, <laughs> are... Uh, I mean, it was are, Saudi Arabia. I mean, with, I with, with absolutely no tans whatsoever. Sure. They're finally back from Abu Dhabi and they're coming to visit their daughter who is in the asylum or wherever she is. And then they have this great idea to give her a wonderful gift, a television for her hospital room. We oh, found God. it at the house, they said. But it's the TV, the uh-huh. video dead TV. And it comes on and, and I she's guess the catatonic. Movie starts. 
Yeah, she's catatonic and she's just kind of yeah crazy, and and that's it. We know that the TV is still there and that the video dead will continue. Well, she turns it on. They turn it on for the 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 nurse turns it on for her, and it's that same scene of the zombies. It's that same zombie movie, and then he looks, he looks at the camera, yes, right into her. Um, also, her dad seemed appropriately aged he is seen he seemed appropriately aged to be her father and then when he spoke he was a thousand year old man did you notice that well honey uh, here's a tv for you (laughs) it was really weird i mean like he was he was wildly aged as soon as he spoke hey let's do let's do some crunchy kills crunchiest kill you're gonna make me go first i'm gonna pick Oh, excuse me. The chainsaw. Damn. Which was a miraculous chainsaw that Jeff, after cutting the zombie bride's head off, uh, just, you know, leans into, but it goes straight through him. I would think that the crunchiest kill would be the same as what Micah said. However, I'm going to go away from that because of Jeff's acting. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say the crunchiest kill was the zombie that Jeffy, old Jeffy, shot with his bone arrow. And then he chopped up with a chainsaw. And I want to say it was the crunchiest kill because when he cut the zombie open, there were two rats. Oh, that's right. Where they're doing two rats. Now, I don't watch a lot of horror films, and you guys are the zombie experts, apparently, but are there rats that are living inside of zombies? How did the rats not drown in there? (laughs) That was a lot of pink blood. Yeah, I think I want to change my answer, Scott. I like your crunchiest kill. I forgot about the fucking rats. So I'm going to have to go with what I'm going to pick is my crunchiest kill is not a kill at all. But I say it is grandfathered in because she does end up dead and we don't get to see her death. So I'm going to go to where she is in the bathroom brushing her teeth. She's seen some bad stuff. It's been a rough day. She's wildly brushing her oh, teeth. I fucking love that. To the point violently brushing violently teeth. brushing her teeth to the point that her teeth bleed. And she spits out the toothpaste into the to the sink and then she looks in the mirror and boom, there's a zombie right behind her. Next scene, dead on the floor. <laughs> she faints away immediately <laughs> at the sight of a zombie. She just absolutely dropped out. We don't even see it on camera. We just cut back and she's peacefully laid on the floor. So I want to ask now, how many oddly dangling Jeffs? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rate this movie? Micah, oh, Micah, I, I did first. not know where you were going to go with that, and I love dangling Jeffs. They <laughs> put him in some kind of rope swing and hiked him up into the trees, and they're like... Uh, okay, so Scott, we'll give you the floor. How many right. dangling Jeffs up, would you give to uh, uh, Video Dead? So I'm giving it three dangling Jeffs and one zombie with a stick. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we don't even have that race. I don't even know what one zombie with a stick means. Well, the zombies were trying to get him when he was dangling, and they were poking they were. him they with did, sticks. They did poke him with so sticks. So I'm giving it a three because... Yeah, I, just, I love that bride zombie, by the way. You know, I think that 
I think everybody needs to watch this. They're mm. not going to enjoy it, but they need to watch it because it's in that folklore of it almost made it to a cult classic, but didn't didn't really cut the mustard. Okay. I, I mean, you gave it three. All right. How many oddly dangling Jeffs will you give this, <laughs> Micah? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to blow your minds here uh, because I think this one has made it to the so bad it's good category because, God, I love Jeff uh, and I love the zombies and how silly they are and how they dance and laugh. Uh, I'm going to give this 7 out of 10. Whoa, you have given way better movies less ratings. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I think this is one that you need to see. Because it's it's just silly enough that I think anybody who loves a bad horror movie is going to love this. After one. berating me all week long for choosing this movie, you give it a seven. I'm with you. I'm going to give it a six. Oddly Ooh. dangling Jeffs. We should make this a cult classic. This thing needs eyes on it. A lot of people put a lot of work into this. The zombie effects are fantastic. It was tough to watch. But... Uh, you know, I put it up there like with some of the worst movies we've watched on this podcast. Absolutely. Well, I think it's time to get us to Final Girl, don't you? I mean, I think we want to know who the last person is that's Who's going to make gonna be, Who's it going to be? Hey, guys. Biting my nails. Hey, guys, if I could if I could jump in here for a minute, I want to recap oh, Jesus uh, Christ. who we have left and who we think is going to win. So we have Miss Bradley Kip Prescott. Uh, who uh, is that? Who's Micah? Not, we got a party line going on? What's going on? She's uh, she's oh, not wait, a... Wait, wait, what? She's not a fan of skinny dipping. She loves waves, kisses, high fives, and hugs and she avoids druggies and then we have miss josephine stark doesn't like ouija boards avoids gerald's pipe and really doesn't like babies chewing on dead birds mm. gross <laughs> gross baby i can't even believe that's okay. a rhyme you wrote all right let me spin this wheel again because it's getting cold i need to heat it back up mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's find out. Round four, final girl. Sounds like the grease kind of wore off. That was a quick spin. Here we go. Up first, uh, Miss Bradley Kip Prescott. Chug, 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 you hear in the distance. Is it a keg stand, a beer bong, a shotgun, for instance? This party is crazy. Your friends are all hazy. So you take the keys, call some cabs, and stay sharp as a daisy. You survive. You survive. And you helped your friends get home yeah, safely. Yeah, right. You were you were wildly responsible in this in this instance. Finally, Josephine Fina Stark. Oh, Let's find out if you man. survive. I don't. I think she might make it. Let's see. I don't think she does. Josephine, it's Saturday night. Oh, what to do? A party? A sleepover? We'll order some food. Invite all the girls. What a good time. But don't tell your neighbor that creepy-ass mime. He smiles. Okay, but it's just painted on. Never talks. No laughs. His real name is Sean. The girls show up. It seems everything's fine. Then Sean shows up with a bottle of wine. No words, fake smiles, that creepy-ass grin. 
The wine is strong, tastes more like gin. Almost chemical, this is not right. Friend one, friend two, out like a light. Now woozy and cold, your eyes start to close. The last thing you see, Sean removing your clothes. You are you probably, probably dead. <laughs> you are probably dead. Uh, you probably die. Sean the mime had his way with you and then killed you. You're probably dead. You shouldn't have. Been, so sh- we've got a mime. He's roofing people. Yep. yep. Taking off their clothes and then maybe killing them. I don't understand why you would invite the mime over. I mean, even if he showed up with wine, you'd be like, no, thank you, right? You already thought he was creepy. I mean, who doesn't love having a mime at a party? I would definitely hire a mime. Micah, you have to, like, gush over that one. That was good. I'm not going to lie. I am impressed. (laughs) The writer's room did not let us down. (laughs) That was a good one. That was fun. Well... Miss Bradley Kip Prescott, you are our winner, but the fight is not yet over. If you want to claim the mystery prize, you must do this. Get on the Slasher I Hardly Know Her Instagram. Get on the Slasher I Hardly Know Her Instagram. Send us a direct message that says, hey guys, I listened to the show and I am this week's survivor. Send me my mystery prize. And we'll send it on over to you. So that's all you got to do. Direct messages. Let us know you heard the show and you won. And we will send you that mystery prize. Well, Alex, it's that time of the show. Which You know what's about to happen? Wait, no, no, no. What, what time is it? It's that time where I reveal what movie we will be watching oh. next. My, we're going to keep you doing this? You blessed us with this, Jim, the video dead. <sighs> And I'm about to blow your minds with a movie. I, I, I hope you haven't seen it. Have you? Uh, but maybe you have. Have you seen it? I've never seen it. Okay. I've seen the trailer. I've seen some clips, and I am excited about it. Oh, I'm upset. It actually comes out the very next year after the video Dead. We are watching 1988's Dead Heat. Oh. I am from... Starring Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo. I, I am very familiar with the movie. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. Is it a horror movie? Maybe. I don't know. There are zombies. I think we might be able to get away with this one. Dead Heat. I watched the trailer. It looks fantastic. I cannot believe you picked this, dude. This was on my list. Uh, No way. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard this is argued it's an action movie. Yeah. But there are. I believe that the internet labels it an action comedy, uh, but there are zombies. It's got some horror elements, and uh, if it's. The trailer is any uh, uh, indication of, of the movie. It's going to be a fun one to watch. It's got some other great actors. Darren McGavin's in it. Vincent Price Darren makes McGavin. an appearance. The, the dad from uh, Christmas Story? Yes. Yes. I think that's the same guy. Yeah, absolutely. The, the old man. Yeah. Good pick. Very excited. You know what I'm very excited about, Micah? What, Alex? Well, I'll tell you. You. I'm very excited. Oh. I did this show with you. I'm very excited that we're going to go do a horror con together. That's amazing. Hell yeah. You know, I go to horror cons. I've never been with you. We're going to go. We're going to have the only booth that's empty because we're too busy geeking out going to see everything else that's going on. Micah, I got to say, the more we do this, the more I love you. 
Ah, stop it, you're making me blush. I love you too, brother. And you know who else I love? I love the good doctor, Dr. Scott, who is Dr. so Scott? generous with his time and his intellectual property to come spend time with us and, and share and, and just really enrich the show and make it a much more robust experience for our listening audience. Little old me, Scott, don't make me blush. To do this show, you are taking away from your aerobics patients. Oh, don't forget about the music video <laughs> students. I mean, the, right. I'm putting them minor through the ringer. Well, that, was, that was just your minor. We're going back to 81 <laughs> when MTV started. They have a quiz Monday and they are, they're not going to like it. Well, it's tougher to bone up on uh, MTV nowadays. Right. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's a lost art. It really is. It is. It is. But hey, I love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Always enjoy. Oh, we love you, Dr. Scott, Alex. And we love you, listeners. Thank you for joining us once again and coming on this long and dangerous journey with us through the video dead. Uh, we really appreciate you spending your time with us. And we love doing this for you guys. And I love doing this for us, too, Alex. This, this is one of my favorite parts of my month, my year, my life is getting to sit down and shoot the shit with you for a few hours. We'll see you guys in two weeks. If you two don't fucking stop talking, we're not even, ha we're just officially halfway through the podcast. We've been recording for seven and a half hours. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. We're going to go from straight to the end. <laughs> Crunchy kill. What are you? What was your rating? What are you into? <laughs> Three seconds. Go.